I'm Ben Thompson, and this is Pure Tinnitus, the podcast that educates you about tinnitus therapy, tinnitus treatment, and research for a cure. Learn from the experts in tinnitus, hearing loss, and audiology. Each podcast episode will feature a unique topic to help you. My name is Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of puretinnitus.com. Let's get ahead with the episode. Me and Ben were talking before and speaking about um, the Apple AirPod Pros versus the new Hero IQ Buds. Really interesting space coming up at the moment for people with mild to moderate hearing losses. I'm currently wearing the Stylado X. So they're a traditional BTE, a Rick Rick style hearing aid. I've clocked 130 hours and it's really interesting, all of the funny quirks. Hey everyone, welcome to episode nine of the Pure Tinnitus and Hearing Podcast. We are here with Mark Trong. And I saw Mark a few months ago I saw Mark, who is producing content, who's producing videos and educational resources for not only audiologists and the audiology profession, but also individuals with hearing problems who are looking for some advice, for some help, for some clear guidance on what kind of products that are going to actually help with their hearing. So Mark, I welcome you to our podcast, uh, episode nine here, and I'm the host, Ben Thompson. I'm glad to bring you in. You brought some great props, and I want to start off this this podcast episode by allowing you to really showcase what you do best at right now, which is compare these different hearing aid brands and the pros and cons of each of them, so consumers, people who need help, can make the decision that they know they have confidence in. So please take take the floor. Thanks so much, Ben, for having me. Really appreciate the time, and thank you so much for your audience um, tuning in today. Um, so my name is Mark Trong. As Ben said, I've been running the Hear Me Up podcast for about the last 18 months, um, focused around interviewing leaders and business owners in the audiology space and really trying to get a better understanding of how the audiology works behind the scenes. Um, as a student audiologist, I found that there's only so much that textbooks and journal articles can tell you, and it's really interesting um, being able to hear the the stories b- behind what people wh- why people do what they do and and yeah what what goes on behind the scenes about three to four months ago I started the hearing tech news um, review channel reviewing hearing aids hearables and all of the like um, and I really found it interesting being able to test out different hearing aids like the Stiletto. X I'm currently driving at the moment. I've clocked 130 hours and it's really interesting all of the funny quirks and um, features which pop out um, here and there. And yeah, me and Ben were talking before and speaking about um, the Apple AirPod Pros versus the new Hero IQ Buds. Really interesting space coming up at the moment for people with mild to moderate hearing losses, um, where these hearables are able to give you a bit more amplification, um, don't have as much amplification and as much tuning as a traditional hearing aid, but they're definitely a great introduction into the space of hearing amplification and getting better hearing for people who are just struggling background noise or just want better hearing. Thank you, Mark. And you're coming live from Melbourne, Australia. You are an audiologist. And 
I've seen the reviews you've made on hearing tech news. You've put your heart and soul into this for anyone who's considering devices to help them with tinnitus or hearing loss. I advise you guys to check that out. That's on YouTube, hearing tech news. Give us an example of the kind of detail you provide when you're comparing these different devices that are not too expensive, that are designed to help someone with a mild to moderate hearing loss or with some tinnitus that, are, that needs some help with tinnitus. What goes on through your mind? What are the take-home messages you want a viewer to understand about selecting these devices and what works for them? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of my reviews are focused around the tech aspect, a lot of the streaming, a lot of how they function day to day. Um, as I don't really have much of a hearing loss myself, I have a bit of hearing loss on the right side. Um, it's quite hard to test like how well are they performing for hearing loss or how well are they, are they doing this or that. But I really like to see how they stack up in terms of streaming, what kind of um, additional accessories do you need in order to connect it with your phone? Because nowadays it's super important. I'm currently streaming um, this Zoom call to my hearing aids directly, and it's super convenient. You don't have to have these big cans over your ears looking like, like a true podcaster. <laughs> um, and I think it's, yeah, those are the kind of things I really focus on. Um, form factor, charging case, streaming compatibility, um, I really need to get back into talking about tinnitus and the different tinnitus features. Um, I also have tinnitus, but <laughs> really haven't delved into that very much. But yeah, I think my intention of starting the Hearing Tech News channel was I saw that in the mobile phone and the, the gaming computer space that there were people like Unbox Therapy MKBHD, um, Linus Tech Tips that were producing a whole ton of content, helping people make the right purchase decision when they're looking to buy a computer, when they're looking to buy a new phone. And I saw that there was just no community in um, the audiology space. It was Cliff Olson and a few clinics here and then. I think there was a real need um, for a lot more creators to come into the space, a lot more people to give their honest opinion and to really put forth um, what's out there. Mark, can you give us a demo? Can you put some of these different devices in your ear so we can see how big they are and you can explain what kind of features they have for someone with a milder hearing loss? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm currently wearing the Stylado X. So they're a traditional BTE, a Rick, Rick style hearing aid. Um, and they're pretty discreet. Um, and the new Apple AirPod Pros recently launched with um, headphone accommodations. So you can tune your transparency mode on the Apple AirPod Pro to your audiogram, which is super cool. Um, and I've also got the new Nuhura IQ Buds Max. So the Nuhura IQ Buds Max are pretty big. Um, they have pretty beefy, beefy drivers. And um, one of the issues I really found when going from the hearing aids back to something like an earbud is that there's a lot of occlusion. Mm -hmm. Like my voice is super boomy at the moment. 
But one of the benefits with that is that you're totally blocking out all sound coming in. So if you're lo really looking for good music playback, good music quality, these are really, really great. And they also provide amplification. So you can put in your audiogram, you can, especially in like, if you're going to the restaurant and there's just a ton of background noise, you can focus um, the microphone so that they're pointing directly in front of you so that you're really just trying to cut out as much background noise as possible and get as much speech as possible. Um, one of the drawbacks with newer devices like this is that they don't provide sufficient gain for anything greater than a mild or severe hearing loss. So you'd still be looking at getting something like a hearing aid. But for people who are not really sure about hearing aids and just needed some additional help, I would highly recommend um, if you have Apple AirPods Pro, um, trying to do a bit more research into that. I'll be releasing a full tutorial on how to set up headphone accommodations um, or the new Hero iKid Buds Max to just try and get yourself um, some better hearing day to day. Fantastic. And as you're going deeper into these reviews and considering tinnitus features, uh, tinnitus is all about uh, signal to noise ratio, essentially, whereas the tinnitus signal is the, that is the signal. That's the signal that we don't want to be that loud, actually. Hearing, yeah. hearing aids are, are designed to make the speech signal very clear and the background noise very low, whereas treating tinnitus, especially in the early stages of an early onset intense tinnitus, um, it's sort of the opposite. We want the tinnitus signal to be lower and the noise to be higher, um, which is interesting yeah. to consider. So a device in the ear that has full occlusion, like most modern Bluetooth headphones, uh, it actually, it's not, it's not feasible to consistently long-term uh, use sound therapy for tinnitus because even though you can play sound louder than your tinnitus or reach that mixing point or the masking point, um, you're not getting that natural ambient sound of the environment. So I've, I have a patient, I'll share a quick story yeah. who um, was wearing, app, uh, had sudden onset tinnitus in one ear and it was very intense. It caused them to have panic attacks and anxiety for a number of weeks. They found me and I learned their story. Um, they were using uh, AirPod Pro in one ear, but the battery life was only, you know, six hours, five hours. And they thought they might have a panic attack if they didn't have some sound in their environment. So between the battery life and the occlusion effect in the ear, um, it wasn't do it wasn't doing it wasn't doing them very good. So we got a hearing device instead, which has more natural air, natural sound Austrian, coming yeah. in. Uh, so that was very beneficial for them. And it's a sustainable device where the battery can last all day and they can wear it in different situations. Um, you want to expand on that of some perspectives you have about comparing these devices related to tinnitus? Yeah, definitely. When I first had tinnitus about 12 months ago, um, it was really annoying when you had to put on headphones. Like the first month, you're like, every time you put on headphones, the occlusion effect happens. And it, when music isn't on, it just amplifies the tinnitus because it's just so quiet. And I guess when wearing these kind of devices, because you don't have that ambient noise, um, which is able to pass through, especially for people with slightly milder losses, it can be quite annoying. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, that's really, really interesting um, story that, especially when it came to that five hour mark or the six hour mark when, when the batteries would drain low, it would definitely cause a lot of anxiety. And I really love that with the newer hearing aids, with the, um, these newer hearing aids, which are rechargeable, I really think that the Apple AirPod Pros on steroids <laughs> because they last 24 hours, well, 18 to 24 hours at a time. They stream to everything, especially the new Phonak Paradise line. Mm-hmm. They literally stream to anything you want to. They have double tap functions and you can take calls on them all day, all day long without even noticing that something's in your ear. And I think it's really interesting what's going to be happening as more people in the 40s, 50s, and early 60s find out that these devices are so much better than the traditional big beige bananas that they're so used to, Mm -hmm. that I think there's a real opportunity to to pose it to our our clients, firstly, as iPod Pros and steroids, and it can also help you with hearing and tinnitus. Hmm. The battery life has been a big change. What else have you seen as in the past few years, you've been interviewing some impressive guests, researchers, people in the hearing industry, um, clinicians, and people in the tech world. So what are we currently experiencing? Not what might happen in the future, but what currently are the new trends that are gaining traction and popularity? Um, Innovations of Bluetooth are really important. So everyone always complains about hearing aids and Bluetooth. (laughs) So I think the Bluetooth low energy protocol, which is coming out in the next few years is gonna be a really important step in order to provide really um, universal connectivity. Um, and like, like we're doing at the moment, online service delivery and online content delivery, I think a lot more clinics have to really pick this up in the next while. Like COVID has really um, shell-shocked a lot of clinics, um, finding new ways to distribute um, and educate their patients. But I think in the next 12 to 24 months, we're really going to be seeing a lot more clinics dive into this review space and dive into this um, educational space because modern consumers are looking for more information than ever. When you go and buy an iPhone, when you go and buy an Android phone, the first thing you do is look on YouTube and find out reviews and find out comparisons. And I think there's a real lack of that information available in the audiology space. And I think there's a real need for a larger community to be built around that. Thank you. One one reason I reached out to you, not only because you've hosted an impressive podcast for a year and a half now, but also because I listened to your podcast episodes and I found you to be very humble, very nice, guy i i enjoyed that on your episodes you it felt like you were being yourself you were you're were, you were laughing you were asking good questions and being uh being a younger audiologist myself i wanted to feature the great work that you're doing and uh, you. encourage you to keep going and to keep producing those videos and the podcast episodes and any other projects you come across because you're doing good work so um 
what what stands out to you as being some of the more memorable videos or podcast episodes that you've created thus far? Yeah, absolutely. Early on, I really enjoyed interviewing my my um, fellow colleagues who also produce audiology podcasts, including Deanne Rudden and Dave Kemp. Um, that was a ton of fun. Um, it's really interesting, especially connecting with you now, Ben. Um, all the different techniques and tips that we all pick up along the way. It's super hard to deliver content online, especially with such a small community, especially when you're delivering specifically to audiology professionals who <laughs> generally are really busy, generally don't like watching things. Um, but another one I was um, I really enjoyed was my conversation with um, the founder of Clementine. This was all the way back in. January, February, March, where um, COVID had just hit and he had produced this home kit where you're able to deliver a remote audiology kit and do diagnostic work remotely. That was really, really um, interesting to see how, how he developed that on the back end and what were some important things that audiologists really valued, um, valued, to deliver to the clients and clementine that's uh it, i watched i listened to that episode actually i feel like i'm a i'm a student now of of your <laughs> podcast listen to many episodes it turns out uh clementine is a hearing screening tool that you can do yes. that someone can perform online in their own home through their phone through their laptop or in a clinic as a screening tool with an ipad and this is important because for people who are watching this, who either have tinnitus or have early signs of hearing loss or even a mild hearing loss, we can have tinnitus, but push off getting a hearing test for a while. And it's important to, I encourage, of course, it's everyone's decision, but I encourage my patients or my audience to get more information because information is powerful. And if I take an online hearing screening and it says my hearing is actually normal, that might make me feel a certain way. Also, if it says, oh, you may have a mild or a moderate hearing loss, we want you to get a professional hearing test to check it out. Well, I've seen it myself. Sometimes it's just earwax. Sometimes it's an ear infection. Other times it's a more permanent nerve related hearing loss. Um, those early signs of hearing loss are a great reason to get it checked out. And during COVID, everyone prefers to stay at home without a mask mm. online. Uh, what are your thoughts? And I, I know you've interviewed some great guests who have uh, been pushing uh, been pushing us forward with advanced screening tools in person and online. What advice do you have to the audience who might be interested in some of those hearing tests? Yeah. Um, as somebody with the hearing loss, I know it can be extremely daunting. Like I just went for an eye check and due to, <laughs> I think it's because of COVID, um, both my eyes have dropped half a degree. <laughs> like I've been staring at computer screens all day, every day when I got a result, I was like, what? And because my, my eyesight has dropped below what would normally be just off the shelf lenses, they cost even more. They've gone up from $200 to $500 just for the lens. I was like, oh, what, what's going on here? 
and it can be extremely daunting to go into the clinic to see the clinician have to have the news given to you on the spot and you don't really have time to process it by yourself I was sitting there going are you serious do I really have has my eyesight really gotten worse and I think it's really important that we have those online screeners where people are able to do it in their comfort of their own home, through their phone, through their laptop, and just have the time to process it. Because it can be daunting to go into the audiology clinic and then people ask you, oh, what's wrong with you? Or what's, what's going on? Why are you going to see the doctor? It can be definitely really daunting. And having that, that information be, beforehand, being able to be prepared, I think is really important. And um, I think something which we've definitely seen in the audiology industry is that people don't want to come in because they're scared of what, may, what they may have. And it's cool that um, more things are coming available online. Yeah, I agree. There's definitely some thought of even if I had a hearing loss, I don't want to know I have a hearing loss because then I might be propelled to actually do something. And I know doing something <laughs> means getting a hearing aid and I don't want a hearing aid and I don't like the way they look. So I'll, I just won't even start the process. That is, that, that's definitely valid. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. Totally okay. On the other side, I think it's also really important that audiologists find out about more information about solutions like the AirPods or the new HeroBuds, where they're really able to help people who just aren't ready for hearing aids, but need help. I totally agree. And this idea is not new. I feel as long as I've been in the audiology profession, there's been this talk of a lot of people aren't seeking help who might benefit. Hearing aids are expensive. Ah, what do we do? And from my research, I learned that's exactly why these products are becoming available, as well as the number of baby boomers, the actual number of people who need help with hearing far outweighs the amount of professionals who can provide the service. So both of those factors created this perfect storm where big tech companies realized we can serve people, make their lives better and make money potentially doing it. So I think your channel, and this is a great plug, great time for you to plug your channel. What are, where should someone go <laughs> to learn this kind of uh, information? Yeah, definitely. So if you're looking for more information about the back end of audiology and how things run, definitely check out the Hear Me Out podcast on any podcasting platform on YouTube or the Hearing Tech News channel over on YouTube, where I'll be doing a few reviews on different hearing aids and hearable, hearables in the space. Thank you so much, Mark. Uh, this has been episode nine of Pure Tinnitus and Hearing Podcast. We're here with Mark Trong from Melbourne, Australia, audiologist and colleague and good friend. So I know Mark and I are going to continue to produce content in the hearing space for a long time. So that's going to be exciting to look back on this uh, interview, this podcast episode years in the future and say, wow, Mark, look where we've come. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read the notes from this episode or learn about our tinnitus services, head over to puretinnitus.com. And make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for our newest episodes. 